Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks. We have good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. We got the usual suspects here today. We got Pat, Pete, Dave, and I'm Matt. What's up? Yo, yo. Howdy. How's, it go- how's it going there, fellas? One good, more good. week. One well, more week to the garage. Last, yeah. last quarantine episode. Yep. Should we go one more week after this? Should we hit an even time? I, I'm, I'm a little OCD. Nah, too bad. <laughs> then you, you, we'll go in the garage and you can stay home. Yeah, Dave, call in and you, we'll put you on Skype. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. We could do one more if you want. I mean, technically, the thing doesn't end to the thirtieth anyway. No, Dave's not the OCD. He doesn't the, care. I'm OCD about certain things. Like, I got to make sure when I hang a picture, it's perfectly even. Not like level, but like, you know, say the wall is 12 feet wide. I got that six six foot spot. Like, I can't have it at fucking 5'11, dude. It'll drive me nuts. Yeah. That, that's how Jody is. If like, I'm, she's got that like collage of pictures, like right when you walk in the door now. And like, if you look at them, all are exactly like that inches away from the door jam. Yeah. It's like, it's perfect. That line. Like Mr. Hurt hiding a boy in there, Mr. Woods, like in the pictures in there. The what? You know, Mr. Woods, the fucking you know, the guy with the big. Yeah, Mr. Wood, right? That's his name. His name is Wood. Yeah, you, you oh. need to start, you need to start hiding his picture in those collages. Oh, well, you, you're talking you're talking like Mr. Wood, like he's like an actor, or like some kind of character. Well, he is an actor. Not. I just didn't know how to like. Hey, the guy with the giant dick, dudes, like that guy. <laughs> yeah. What? So what? what what's going on with everybody? Dude, I quite literally just got you in a whole. Chicken. I'll take a look at it later. Did you? Yeah, seconds ago. Like I just got done eating. <laughs> how did it nice. Fucking delicious. Big difference with charcoal to gas, dude. I'm never going back to gas, dude. Ever. I like it for certain things. Yeah, it's just easier. I, you, like, I don't quick, have the time quick. for charcoal. You know what I mean? I charcoal that, dude, I'm Char- Charcoal definitely gives you a better flavor for sure. Um, if I'm doing like a big cookout, I'll spark up the charcoal grill, you know. But usually, just so I have another cooking surface, like throw the burgers and dogs on there. Yeah, you know, I-, I love the way burgers taste with the charcoal. Oh, crispy, right? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely different. Yeah, yeah, dude. That took me uh, about two hours, or no, an hour and a half, I'd say. From like, I put it on probably at like five forty-five, took it off at fucking seven ten. You know what I made last Sunday? I think it was Sunday. It was duck. Oh God, did that come out good? Did it? Oh, oh dude. Me and Jody devoured it. You don't get a lot of meat off a duck, you know, but like the breasts are relatively small compared to a chicken or a turkey, but. Holy all, fuck. All dark meat, right? Yeah, it's all dark meat. Yep. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, we go we've uh we've gone to that place in Bridgeport. We got the duck in. That place is amazing. Ooh, that's good. Half their, half their stuff duck fat, the duck comfy and all that stuff. It's so good. I was telling Pat, he was telling me about that duck, like, you know, when stuff goes back to normal, if that place made it through and you're like duck, that's definitely a place to go visit. Their, their their brunch menu is fucking awesome because they do a duck confit hash. Holy fuck, dude! I don't know. That sounds interesting. I don't want to eat dinner there. I just want to go for breakfast, man. 
That shit's so good. I like the dinner. Dinner was I good. Don't know about I it. just yeah. like duck confit. All right, but I don't know if I want to have it for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty <laughs> legit. What what is it? What actually is that? Duck confit. Oh. It's where you cook uh, an animal in its own fat, like rendered fat. Oh, yeah. I yeah. gotcha. It's French. Fucking tasty. Come. That's French. I don't. I, oh. I thought it was Russian. I'm saying confit. You know. I gotcha. <laughs> all right, all right. So we church it up. What's everybody drinking this week? Uh, I'll start. I'm drinking for the bourbon. I'm just doing some of the Oberdans Smoke and Sea. And then I got a uh, it's Riverlands Brewing Cosmic Secret New England IPA. Um, the St. Charles. It's. Probably the best New England IPA I've tried. Ooh, it's got. I, oh, go I, ahead. Sorry. Oh, go no, no. I was. I thought you were done. I was going to go on to mine. I got the Opadon Four Grain and just Mars Brewing the Jungle Boogie. Jungle, bo- Jungle hey. Boogie. Yeah, I'm not doing any whiskey. I got the whiskey in the garage. I might go pour some, but I'm trying to um, try the new one today. It's called Short Fuse. Short Fuse Brewing. It's called uh, Purple Juice Cannon, and it says um, it's. They're out, it's of, they're out of Chicago, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Schiller Park, Brooding Cannon. Oh, uh, sure. It says the hazy uh, with the seti, uh, sandy red orange hue. The nose is bright and fruity with col- with Concord grape, fresh berries, spicy hops. Seductively light-bodied with hints of delicious malt, sweet and fruity notes of citrus. It's good. I mean, it's not overly hoppy. I mean, it's good, and they sell it in a four-pack, and it's ten percent. So I don't know how I'm gonna be feeling at the end of this. I've already had like three, three cells. Oh, nice, okay. nice. I'm I'm drinking out of the Brookstone still uh, last week, and then the uh, rest of this uh, copper fiddle we got over here. Uh, three hundred and three handies. Let's go. You got to stop telling us you're drinking our shit, bro. The prices just gonna go up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait till uh, we're drunk. Like this is all we got left, and we won't give a fuck. You know. <laughs> yeah. True. No, but that copper fill keeps on putting up like a uh, a quarantine drink every week on their Instagram page. All different types of, you know. Obviously, they want you to use their fucking liqueur, but... Speaking of which, been- uh, few, uh, few whiskey or few distillery or whatever you want, few spirits, whatever they're fucking... Few spirits. Uh, they just won the 2020 Best Bourbon. How? 2020 is not even over. That's obviously, bro, but you fucking vote for it in 2020. Yeah, like, like the contest was last, like, last yeah, yeah, yeah. year or something. What if somebody was to come out with a whiskey that they age? Well, it's probably, it's, it's probably like the Oscars, you know? Like, sometimes you see a old movie win. Yeah, yeah, I got you. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> what, what What did they win? They won uh, Best Whiskey. Yeah, right? Best Whiskey. Yeah, Best yeah. Tasting. Yeah. Uh, also, the one out, the Journeyman had their, like, uh, special batch. Kissing Cousins, today. yeah. 
yeah, kissing cousins. Hey, I hope, you know what? Is our eighth batch of it? That 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 distillery and their, the stuff that they produce is really good. Uh, the, especially like just the variety with the not only do they do the whiskey, but those their gins was really good. And I didn't realize what gin was until we went there. Yeah, there was a few of those that was really good, and um, that coffee one was really good. That place is. I'd love to go back there. I hope. I hope oh, they make sure. it. Yeah, they they put that one message out maybe a month ago that they were hurting pretty bad. I think uh, with everything kind of everybody's trying to kind of open up a little bit. I think they'll be okay. Well, three Floyds is it doesn't sound like they're going to come. They back. will. That's kind of travesty. Um, I, I think they will. Um, it's just you got inside scoop, bro. No, it's just those. I think they're Chicago boys, and they're just not going with the uh, governor's order. Like, all right, well, you're telling us we can open up, but we still don't. Plus, they don't have like an outdoor seating area. They don't want to like push it, you know. Like, we're still gonna sell beer through their stand. They have like a side window they can walk up and get your, you know, buy your fucking curbside beer. And then when everything's said and done. Because they they were planning on opening up a bigger like a bigger like something like journeyman, where you have a hundred seats yeah. or a hundred tables versus twelve. Yeah, they don't they do not have much at all there. So I think that was their ultimate plan. And since this is happening, they're the, they're the biggest Midwest craft brewer, you know. So it's not like they're hurting little fucking brew pub that brings in five percent revenue, you know. Oh, sorry. I was just saying what they said. Well, well thank you for the well, people. Dave. I mean, you know, people are. <laughs> they said indefinitely. That means like we don't have a scheduled time to open again. You know, permanently. Then I'll be like, oh fuck. <laughs> Dave just keeps shooting our stuff down. So let's just go ahead, Dave. Tell us the story. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Davey Pitcher over here. <laughs> Listen here. All right. Uh, they're gonna be open uh, in phases, okay? They're in phase two. Anybody smoking some cigars? Of course. I'm rolling with the Kubakuas for now. I mean, I don't. I didn't do the cigars.com like you guys did, but like, there's a liquor store over here that I get some pretty fresh Kubas from. Uh, yeah, well, I did that cigar.com, and I had I, I've got like two of the Kubas left, but. They're garbage. Are they? No. They're so dry. That sucks. Yeah. It, if you let that liquor store on 147th, the one that's got the pizza setups and shit, um, they uh, they got a, they don't have a big selection. They got a lot of Drew Estate stuff there, but I think they get bought so often that I haven't had a bad one there yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bought a like a variety pack off of this uh, this dude that was on Instagram. Like a cigar place we follow on our whiskey dicks page. And I saw a sale, it was like an eight pack for like $35, normally 70 or whatever. So I was like, ah, fuck it, let me try it. And they sent the eight pack in a like a humidor bag. It's pretty much just like a bag with a mini sponge that holds moisture to kind of keep everything moist. Dude, there were some that weren't in plastic, man. Fresh as can be. So I, I think I might stick with these guys until I have a. Uh, what what did they have? Uh, it's their line. Um, I think it was AJ Fernandez or something. They got a. Uh, 
Well, no, no, it's mixed because there's Cohibas in here. A couple of the, like, Robustos. Robustos. And how many was there? It was an eight pack. Eight, yeah, yeah. And uh, the one I'm smoking on right now, it's called Back to Back out of Connecticut. But it's. uh, Yeah, dude, eight for 30 is great. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, uh, Benny's when they're on sale, you can get five for 30. So. Yeah, I don't know. I still like my acids. I like a lighter one, a lighter smoke. Uh, Even like like I said, the blonde was my favorite, but now I've kind of moved on to the Koopa Koopa from that. I mean, I, I like my Koopa Koopas, but I can only smoke them once in a while because they burn too quick, and the sweetness gets old for me. You know, once in a while I like it, but I, I prefer more of a just traditional cigar. Well, you know what sucks about the Koopa Koopas, and I I found all the Drew Estates is. You can't take two puffs off of it and set it down; and it'll burn by itself. You gotta keep, you gotta keep puffing on the fucking thing. That I think that's why it burns so fast. Right, it's kind of like a Philip Morris concept, you know, like uh, make it burn fast so these fucking dudes smoke more. Yeah, what are you talking about? Ubers? Yeah, yeah, that like they, they don't burn that saying, fast. No, but we were just saying that like if you get a uh, like a. Uh, like uh, Romeo and Juliet or something, you could take two puffs of it, set it in an ashtray, and if it's lit right, you can walk away and then come back and go right back to it, not even have to light it again. Yeah. Where, where Cuba's, you have to constantly work the cigar or it'll, it'll die. Yeah. You. Yeah, you have to light it back up. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm just glad that we get to see each other next week. <laughs> right. Ooh, this is gonna be good. I cannot just, wait, dude. This is just not the same, you know. Not at all. The only thing I see Mm-mm. coming out of this is I think our podcast is gonna be a little bit more politically charged than it has been before the pandemic. Like we never well, talked politics before, but now it's like every week we gotta say something about some turds in office. Yeah. I think it's just <laughs> they had I mean, to because all the shit going on. Yeah, yeah. and most of the time you could ignore it and we True. can't ignore it anymore type of thing. <laughs> well, besides the point, too, it's election year, so you're going to have to touch on some things. But True. Yeah, like, yeah. like I said, when we did this in the beginning, it wasn't you know, going to veer away from that. We said we had to say about it, but, you know, we'll still keep doing the way we do, you know. Yeah. Our but, time. Let's fucking do it. Uh, <laughs> Patty, I, uh, so, you know, I, I bought the bike, and then Patty saw a toddler chair for the bike. So she picked it up on Facebook, you know, she in Payless Heights, 40 bucks, you know, brand new. They're like 150 or something. So I set it up on uh, my bike yesterday. And and, well, no, no, no. So I'm like trying to figure out how the thing works. I see this like red pin. Like, what does this do? And I'm like, oh, you can adjust how far the seat could go for the kid. You know, like if they're bigger, their knees aren't going to be in your back. But then I'm like, I pulled it all the way and it came all the way off this bracket. So I told Patty, like, we're driving, we're driving around today, doing some running. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do next, next weekend when it's garage time? I was like, I'm going to strap a fucking cooler onto that bracket and I'm going to fucking ride my bike over to Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking summer. Let's fucking do it. She's like, but you can still get a DUI on a bike. I'm like, yeah, but you got to be like belligerent, fucking falling off your bike. Flick sure. your cop, you know? <laughs> Unless it's just like an asshole cop. Right. Yeah. I was actually Dave, I don't see you leaving here sober. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's how Meredith's like, I want to get a bike, but I want to get one of those trailers for the kids. I don't I know, not one of those seats where like they could chill back there, kind of. Yeah. I, I was looking at the two seater so I could bring Chewy with, you know, have him sit next to Olivia. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. But those, but those things brand new are expensive as fuck. I was looking yeah. on Facebook and other other like resale places because I mean the brand new. They're they're like two or four hundred bucks. You're looking at one twenty for a used one two seater. Yeah, I mean, and I, I just like, need yeah. one seater still. But what am I going to do? Buy a two seater to find out Chewy fucking hates it. Yeah, and, like, claws the fuck out of Olivia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, She's a dog so and, like, yeah. jumps over. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I mean, like, I haven't got a bike yet, but obviously I, I want to get one. I've, I've, there's a few on Facebook I've seen. And, and then I, I'm going to go get one. But those things, that, that it would be cool. Because then, you know, if he's in the seat and he wants to squirm around, you know, it'll feel, not that it's bad, but I think it would just be cooler for him to be sitting in the little trailer just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That would have been awesome nice when I was that fucking, age, dude. Fuck yeah. We no, just had, we just had the seats in the back where you had to right, sit in the middle bar sideways and try not oh. to get in their way of their knee coming over. When I when I was oh, uh, like six years old, my dad, you know, he tried to explain to me how the brakes work on the kids' bikes, you know, where you push back on the pedals. Yeah. I fully get it. And we were heading over to the old uh, – was it off of Kedzie, the old driving or Western? I don't remember. I, no maybe idea. Western, but we were fucking going over the Western Bridge, and my dad didn't fully explain how the brakes work, dude. So I'm on my bike, we're going downhill, and I am going full fucking speed down this fucking down the the hillside of the bridge, you know, and <laughs> and screaming. I'm like six years old, you know, and I'm just fucking. Wah! I made it almost all the way down to the bottom, and then I hit some gravel, and I fucking slid, and I fucking wipe out, dude. I slid about ten feet on my face. <laughs> oh, it, it explains. Uh, so same much. thing happened to me. Too. No helmet, you know. <laughs> yep, my dad took us for a bike ride, and I can't. We met some of his friends that he that had like the same age kids, and. I was riding right next to my dad, and we're like, oh, huge hill. So I fucking took off down this thing. <laughs> Same thing. I didn't really understand how yep. to stop. Fucking screaming, super happy. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. What am I supposed to do? And I think that the road uh, teed up, yeah. and I went up onto the, and I hit the curb going, oh, and I just fucking oh, ate fuck. it. Oh, man. We weren't kids, but um, back in the day behind a jewel, they had um, to unload the trucks. They, you know, if they didn't have docks, they had those hydraulic platforms that was you know they got the button in the thing you lift it up so high and it lifts up to about the height of a back of a truck and it's got those two little ramps you just you just lay down it's just basically a huge platform that you lift up on hydraulics well the jewel by our house they didn't have we used to mess with that shit all the time they didn't have no locks on it so anthony got up there and we're like oh we're gonna lift it all the way up to the yeah like a 10 speed not even mountain bike we're like we're gonna lift it all the way to the top and you know jump off and he's like okay so, like, we do it, and then he started, like, it, it's not very much space for you to get, like, a pedaling start. I think he, he might have been able to go around before he hit the edge. So, he starts, and he never pulled his front wheel up. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. So, like, you know, you got to hold, you know, you're going off something, you hold your front wheel up, so you back. You, you pull back on the handlebars to level up. Right. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I think he just mistimed it or something because he just went straight down, like, he just started going straight down. Like he had a he had a short haircut too, 
So like, he hit the side of his head, and his side of his head had so bad road rash. It was just nasty, man. I never <laughs> forget that. And that's the last time I played with those things. <laughs> Fucking, that reminds me of uh, me and my buddies back when I was like 10, 11 years old. There was a hill by my buddy's house, and we fucking built like a dirt ramp at the bottom, so we'd go down the hill and fucking shoot off of it. So, hey, and now my buddy's older sister comes out, and she's watching what we're doing. So she she gains the courage. She goes up to the top of the hill with her ten speed, and same exact thing, dude. She went off. She was hauling ass, and she didn't pull back on the handlebars, dude. And the fucking front tire hit, and she just went over the fucking bars, dude. And like Superman, dude. We all fucking died, and she ran the house crying with like a bloody nose. <laughs> oh yeah, it's tough, no joke. Dude, we were crazy like that. We had uh the Stickney Woods sort of by our house, so we would like ride our bikes there and do. uh They had dirt bike trails that we would hit with our bikes. Oh yeah, and like you learned really quick that like you got to fucking adjust shit, or you are fucking face planting oh, yeah. a mouthful of dirt. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. And dude, it's just it's just gravity hurts. Oh, it oh, so oh man. And it didn't hurt so much. Like you could brush it off, man. But I took Let- Logan sledding two years ago, and I went face first down the hill, and there was a ramp, and I hit it. And when I landed, so bad. I'm pretty sure I gave myself like a minor concussion. Fucking broke a rib, like <laughs> off my twisted my wrist. I fucking threw my shoulder out of place. I'm like, this is a lot harder now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh yeah. That's why I went to a longboard, dude. I was like, I can't skateboard anymore. I'm gonna lose my ankles. I'm gonna be fucking peg leg Pete and fuck that. I'm going to a longboard. <laughs> I'm not doing tricks anymore, dude. I want a longboard, man. You know. If you know how to skateboard, they're the fucking best, dude. I used to love skateboarding. Yeah, I, I never got into. It. I had one. I just didn't learn enough, and I never knew anybody that was able to show me. So that ship sailed. <laughs> Definitely, not, man. Anything that was my my little cousin. Go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. No, I was just saying my little cousin out in Seattle, man. He's fucking great at it. Yeah, you don't see too Dude, many like, good skateboarders in the Chicago area. Like you see some that are better, but like, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> we well, some of the parks, <laughs> because but... they have skate parks and shit right. indoor. A lot of them. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's one of the parks uh, that we used to hang out with towards the end of. I mean, I think. Yeah, towards like the end of the times that we were hanging out at them, they actually they took out their tennis courts because they weren't getting used, and they put a skate park for the kids. There's some good guys in there. Um, see, yeah. but like when I go to uh, the only the only skate park available was Scrap Skate Park in Hoffman Estates. That was like the only skate park in the Chicagoland area. I don't even know. Is that the one that was all blue? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Dude. I went there twice, and I was ten or eleven. They're all over yeah, the place I'll, now. There's a huge, huge one right yeah. by my house. Uh, yeah. Now most parks, new parks that get built, they'll have something that it, you know is usable for that. Yep. But yeah, they're all they're all over the joint. You see, it's huge now. You see how uh, during this pandemic though, I've seen like a lot of different uh, townships and everything. Uh, the one I saw, they fucking dumped the whole fucking uh, skate park full of wood chips. F- fill the whole yeah, fucking thing, and then the kid was an asshole, and like, like cleared out a path to do a grind. Like, you can't stop me. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love what? it. Speaking, speak, speaking of skateboarding, there is a, 
I saw it on social media. I don't know if it was Instagram or what it was, but there's this <laughs> FedEx. There's this FedEx guy that went on there and told a story, and he's like, "I was making a delivery." Awesome, and he's like, man. "You know, next next thing I know, he's like, I see some kid, you know, flagging me down." So he's like, "I pull over," and he's like, "Can you ship something for me?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, yeah. Where's it going?" He's like, "All right, I got the skateboard. I want to send to Tony Hawk. Can you, do you know Tony Hawk's address? Can you send it to me?" And like the FedEx driver's like looking at this kid and his mom's behind him like winking at him or something so he's like yeah yeah i, I could get a tony hawk for you he's like you and he's like on the bottom of the skateboard it's an old skateboard i'll beat up he put like two tony hawk and like on the bottom of it said to cody from cody so like the guy he nice. put it up there you know not expecting anything he's like yeah i told this kid i was gonna send it off you know just trying to make him feel good and then like i don't know i saw that tony hawk replied to it tony hawk was like Hey, Cody, I got your message. The skateboard's on its way here. He's like, but I'm going to send you the skateboard I've been using. So he's like, the skateboard he's been using. It's not a brand new one. He's been grinding on it. You can see it's a little beat up, but nothing crazy. He's like, I'm going to be sending my skateboard to you, and I hope you enjoy it. And the kid was like 9 or 10. Dude, actually, Tony Hawk just made a video yesterday or two days ago. He fucking signed uh, to Cody from Tony Hawk on the skateboard. He's like, it's on the way. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that board is worth way more used than it is not. For sure. Yeah. It's like fucking uh, Tony, Tony Hawk's been grinding. That on Jordan it. ones that just sold for six hundred thousand dollars, dude. So dope. <laughs> Me and Paige are getting matching Jordans uh soon. That's pretty gay. That you is got so to, bro. <laughs> that is you ain't cool. So d- you ain't you ain't cool unless you got a Jordans, a pair of Jordans, bro. I, I seen them. I seen them, and I was like, "There's during women's too." I was like, "Paige, you want to you want to possibly get a pair of match with Jordan?" She says, "Uh, yeah, let's go." No, nah, that's cool as fuck. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, I sure. dig it. And they're I only one thirty. They're not like two fifty or anything. Yeah, no, yeah, I got a pair of Jordans for like eighty bucks. It, so I was like, okay, I'll take they them. got different grades. Like, I need your ball yeah. edition ones. You're looking two hundred plus. Yeah, I don't have any. Dude, I need to get a size fifteen, boys. I need to get a size 15 in Jordans, though. That's the problem. <laughs> so you're, oh, yeah. they run small. They never have any in the stores. It's it, like ridiculous. It's everything. You need to go where the NBA players get their shoes. Every, you know, everything. Go find out where that's at. Everything Nike runs small, man. If I buy a pair of 13s, dude, I'm I'm screaming. Mm. Screaming, screaming. Why, why are you screaming? I really scream at me more. Like they, they, you know, like you have Asian people designing these shoes. So they got narrow feet, man. I'm like, I'm Asian, but I got wide, like, Neanderthal Russian feet, man. It's, if I get, like, what, is that, like what does that have to do with Asian people making them? I just told you <laughs> with, they got narrow feet. They're the ones designing them. So they're, oh, so they me- they measure their feet right. and go off their right. feet. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you would. Yeah, they, they, they just put their foot right down on, like, a <laughs> like a template, and they shape it. And it's like, oh, that's, that's our shoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes oh, sense that's, that's now, that, now that you explained it. Come on, man. Now that you explained it, Pat, <laughs> it makes total sense. I'm a shoemaker. <laughs> they, they, they trace their foot on cardboard and cut it out and throw it to the press. Yeah. Yep. No. That's what they do with baseball mitts, too. <laughs> no, but Ni- Nike shoes do run small. I think yeah. Nike is probably the biggest shoe I wear out of any of my shoes. That's actually funny that you say that because I think I, I wear my – my I got Jordan a couple pairs of Jordans. I think they're like eleven and a half, so I'm usually a ten and yeah. a half. So I gotta go dude, it's so, awesome. so. <sighs> yeah. that, well, that, and that's the issue too with like getting shoes online or like, you know, shoes you can't see 
unless you know the brand. If you know the you know, brand, right. about it. I've had a pair about every brand, so I kind of know. But if you don't, like you, you know, and you haven't you hadn't had that brand before, and you're thinking that you know everything's normal, you get a pair of Jordans. You're gonna be you're gonna be screaming. The, the cool thing about some of the like online shoe stores now, though, if you if you have shopped with them and you go through and like go through the whole process, you get the shoe; it fits fine. If you just go ahead and like respond to their email, like did did they fit good? And you hit yeah. So next time you go on their website, they'll tell you the true size that you need to buy. No, it'll adjust it for you depending on right. Price. So like, say I bought That's a pair good. of Pumas, thirteens, they fit good. Here's the true size for uh, Nikes, though. Like this is how they right, run yeah. in size. So that's cool, you know. Like they're figuring it out. Uh, yeah, because the Puma, the Puma guy in his factory had a, a different <laughs> wide. Dude, I just ordered shoes online. Is anyone else picturing Dave like putting shoes on that don't fit and he just screaming yeah, at the girl? What, I think he meant his feature screaming, but I wasn't sure because he didn't say yeah, that. I just, no, I just I just see him putting them on and just <laughs> I, I envision him like Kevin from uh, uh, the office. My dogs are barking. I got numbers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure! I got six chicks' numbers. Best wedding. One ever. more number. <laughs> Full telephone number. Dude, he, he, I was crying, laughing at whatever Kevin did. I swear to God, I forget what it was, but I was in tears at like twelve thirty at night. Like, oh, it was great. How about when you like? Did you see the one where you like dumped <laughs> his chili on the office floor? Yep. Like that's such a famous episode. I was expecting it to be more centric around the chili, but it's the first monologue opening skit. Like you know, I was like, oh okay, okay. It's just so funny though. He's like trying to like scoot the clipboard there. Dude, I just, I just like think about oh. the chili getting like clumps of hair and shit. Oh, you know, sunflower seeds, fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) The Dwight fucking spitting. I've been listening to our uh, podcast a little more. I was listening to him for a while. I kind of got wore out with him, so I stopped and went back to the radio. Now I'm, I went back to podcast, and um, the two chicks from it, Jen or um, yeah, Jenna and Andy, uh, yeah, they get they got a they got a podcast, but it's not just like regular podcast. They go through it's like a watch party basically. So like they'll go through like whatever episode it is, and then they'll like tell you behind the scenes what was going on or like. If you like, there's a lot of that stuff is like, you know, it's layered. So like sometimes some shit that, you know, being said half, you know, unless you really watch a show or watch it a few times, you really don't get it. So like they they break down every episode and then they talk about it and then they bullshit. I haven't checked it out yet, but you know, I subscribe to it just so it's in my library. So next time if I'm, I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. Dude, I'm bored so I much on the road. The, I forgot the name of it. I, I, I'll look it up later and let you Patty, know, but Patty, yeah, they, they have that shit. Yeah. She looks it has something to do with the office, right? Like the name in the name. Am it's I right? the office ladies. Yeah, office ladies. Yes, there you yes. go. Office ladies. Yeah. Uh, speaking uh, of that, uh, the the guy that plays Moe's, Dwight's cousin on the show. Oh, like, I love that he's not just Mo, dude. It's Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the, I saw the one fucking uh, where it was like when quarantine's over, and it shows like you or like coming going over to a friend's house when quarantine's over. And it's fucking when they're driving up to Dwight's uh, bed and breakfast and Moe's is chasing the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Moe's, dude, like he's 
he's uh, one of the writers. He was one of the writers for The Office. He was one of the writers for Parks and Rec. He was like co-founder of two other successful shows. And it's like this is the unsung hero. <laughs> His name is Mose, dude. <laughs> Not Mo. That's it's the bad Mose. Or Moses. That's probably short for right. Moses is what I'm at. Right. Or like Amish. But uh, Dwight always addresses them. He always puts the S on the end. I'm always like, what Mose? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that about him that he's a writer in all yeah. the shows. That's pretty cool. Uh, it, does he have anything to do with I hope so, course? man. Like, I can't wait for this, dude. I'm so fucking pumped for May 29th. Oh, the new trailer dude. came out. Did you see it? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You get so man. much Michael Scott out of it, man. Oh yeah, he it yeah. is. It's his character. It's his oh. character, and yeah, he's in like a deposition, and they're asking him a bunch of questions. Dude, the, the whole money, thing. Oh god, that comes out oh, soon, right? The whole seen. thing. Yeah, next weekend. It's next us. Friday. Steve Carell's new show. Uh, the the whole thing about that yep. though, which I think the Office ladies talk about it. I don't know if they talk about on the podcast, but I know they talked about it on their Instagram page or whatnot. But the whole reason of him leaving was he was. Writ, uh, he was contracted through season seven. So when he had an interview, he mentioned it in a certain way, and it caused like a whole bunch of tension between the showrunners, him, the you know the TV execs, everybody. So it became like uh, like a fucking like a showdown, and no one pulled the trigger. So he just left. So- they didn't really? come in off of another another year extension or anything. So he was like, all right, well, I'm not going to beg for you to be on your, you know, I can go do movies. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And he did. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't hurt much. Yeah, but don't you think, yeah, but don't you think it added like another like way that the show was able to go? With like Andy becoming the boss and then the wife. Don't girl, stop, like stop, just... you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, well, you no. should it's been off the air for 10 years. I so. just started watching it, guys, literally like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it just – still, he, he leaves, and the show takes this crazy other turn. Okay. I don't think you're able to keep it going as long as they did. No. Right, right, right. right. Um, but them four episodes with Will Ferrell, how did you feel about him? Dude. Hysterical. I'm not the way he out. leaves – we're not going to talk into detail, dude, but oh. the way he leaves the, the series. <laughs> what is, uh, I'm right at the point where it, Michael's sleeping with Pam's mom, and uh, you finally get to see Pam oh. like show emotion. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I when, saw that, too. When fu- I, I haven't finished either, but I think I've seen I'm, I'm going to date her I even like, harder. I like everybody's nice to Toby except for uh, Michael, and then Michael's telling Jim about all the way back the seats they go all the way back and then Toby's like hey how's the gate he walks in the lunchroom he's like how's your gate he's like not right not right now Toby <laughs> like starts screaming at him yeah. <laughs> and then fucking and then Michael's yeah. like yeah get out of here idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like he's the worst <laughs> everyone come Toby man. not you uh, like <laughs> that show yeah. gets me it still gets me man it's unbelievable. Yeah, but just going back to what you said, Dave, about when Will Ferrell comes on the show, it's like what would you it, say? It's four. It's like it's four, four episodes. Is it four? Maybe or is it I, three. I, I always forget, man. When I'm watching, I'm like, oh wait, there's okay, but like, it's 
like he, the funny thing is you couldn't have anyone no. else play the character he, play, he comes he, on and plays. He played There's the no ultimate one else bro. Do it. <laughs> yes. Love it. It's so, Dude, it's so good. Funny, man. And then like you said, the way he leaves, you like so so shocking. But and oh god. It's hysterical. Uh, oh, I can't uh, wait. Uh, what season do you know? Uh in, well, it's going to be no. season Seven, the end of season seven. Okay, good. I'm on season six. So I'm fucking. I got. I got to tell one part of it. Pete. Okay. Uh, Farrell's character like is super hot <laughs> himself because he lost all this weight. What he's in the lunch the weight room. Okay. So, yeah. So oh there's yeah. A cake. There's a cake, and he's like, "Well, I like corner pieces." <laughs> so he just takes his hand and just grabs the corner piece. And he's like, oh, I had cake for breakfast. And he throws it into the fucking, throws it in the garbage. And he's like, no, no, I, I deserve this. I treated myself today. So he takes another handful and he just starts screaming at it. He's like, no, no, I won't eat you. And just throws the uh, leaves. I, I the, the peanut allergies with him, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I man. cannot we fucking stop wait. Talking, yeah, that show, that dude, show I love great. It. I still, I still haven't funny. finished it. I got to finish it. But that's, it, it's just hard because it's one of those shows that we've been watching together. So, like, you know, I'm dealing with the kids. She's dealing with the kids. She's putting them to sleep. I'm home. She's not home. She's home. You know, I'm working. But honestly, like, after the first time you get through it, Matt, you're just going to hit and you have, like, uh, shuffle, like, shuffle almost. Creepy. So, I say you, you guys yeah. are in, you know. Have your TV on when you guys are working around the house and just turn on the office, dude. You you don't need to know what's going on fully. Like, yeah, Paige comes in and out and she's loved every no, episode. No, but my first, the first time I, I I don't like watching stuff that way though. No, like, but see, I feel like I mean, the office you kind of need to know what's yeah, going on. It's not like a lot of funny where you could yeah. stuff. I agree, but you know, but sorry, sorry, Dave, sorry, Dave. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's one of those ones that I think I gotta watch, especially. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I I hate like if I if I'm watching a show and I leave the room and I didn't hit pause or something like I'll come back and rewind that shit back what I missed, you know? Yeah, you just, just got to keep because you you know there might be a pivotal part or some something in somebody's character that you yeah. know, is critical to the show. Yeah, yep, yep. um, or, or Netflix, you'll wake up the next morning and be like, wait, I didn't watch fucking seventeen episodes. Wait, where did I stop? Exactly. Well, yes, that's you know it's yeah. a great thing about Netflix when you're up. But like when you're watching it to fall asleep and it's a new season that you haven't seen, you're like, "Fuck, where did I leave off?" Leave off. So then you <laughs> That's go who? back. What was this episode about? What was this episode who, about? Who, who does that? Like, I mean, we'll play Seinfeld at night sometimes too. If we're not feeling the office, we'll throw Seinfeld on. But you'll wake up in the morning seven hours later, and Seinfeld is still going. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus fuck. Christ, how many seasons did I go through? <laughs> Probably like two, but. Well, that's a good thing about Netflix. Yeah, they came out with that. Like after what three, four, three, four episodes, it popped up. Are you still um, watching so, this? Yeah, motherfucker. I am. More, keep going, bitch. I wish they had what Dave said. The shuffle. If they had a shuffle, that'd, button, be, that'd be great. They do. The, uh, well, they, it's not technically a shuffle, but you could go on Netflix and it can say uh, you could go to top rated episodes and it will play all their top rated episodes, what? like from each season. Yes, because I've, I've done that. I've I never done that knew that. Shows where. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna have to check so that I've, out. I've, so, like, if you go into seasons, I don't know exactly where it's at, but I know I've done it. Where it's just like, because I've I've hopped around so much, like, how? What's I don't even know what the fuck's going on. 
So, like, I, I went back and, like, looked into shit, and it was, like, the top-rated episodes from each season or, like, the top-rated episodes from, like, all the seasons. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I hopped around so much that when I was watching I don't even remember what show it was. But by the time I figured it out, like, I seen shit from season one to season whatever the last one, and I had no idea what would happen in between. I'm like, where did this That's go? That's crazy. I got to find happen? that. That'd be awesome for the office. Yeah. It's a, it's a secret you unlock yeah. on Netflix, and nobody really knows this. <laughs> I definitely did it by so accident. I, I just started watching, uh, fully watching Parks and Rec. But I I watched like most of season one and I thought it was like horrible. Classic. Not horrible, but like not that good. But then I found out that like season one was, the, was their agree. lowest rated season of all the seasons and it just kept getting better. So I'm like, all right. So yeah, I, until oh, I was just going to say, like, until all the characters yeah, get so there, it doesn't matter. Andy was supposed to be just a single day character, I think. I uh, fucking started season two. Now I'm like almost done with season two. Hopefully, he doesn't tell us that we got to back out. Um, yeah, which seems like that's been happening these past couple of weeks. But Parks and Rec, you'll uh, love, dude. Uh, if, uh, honestly, it gets so Aziz good. Zari and my fucking uh, the fuck's his name, the the main guy, Swanson. Oh, dude. Ron? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, real dude, man. I love Check him. him out. He's, I think he's still living in Illinois. Because he was, uh, he grew up in either Mokina or Moments. But, he, well, yeah, because he was discovered on, uh, what's the, um, here in Chicago? Second City shit. Yeah. Second City. Yep. So That's did, he uh, started. so he's married to Molly so, Shannon, right? Or not Molly. So Shannon. did Daryl. Yep. The chick from Will and Grace, right? Office, the yes, the Daryl, he started there. Oh, Daryl, he never went. Anywhere. I wish he would. Fu- I mean, he's he did hot hot tub time machines and all that. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. this is it, the, or like uh, the movie or some like shit, Franco or... and them. Uh, yeah, but he uh like another guy that yeah seemed like he had a ton of potential like comedy wise and just maybe no yeah. no real roles for him or something and i hate to say it but he was a guy he just got really really big he, like he gained a he shit lose some weight within the past couple nowhere. years so i mean he's like uh okay. a little bit skinnier than he was in like season three chubby but not like mm-hmm. the end where he was like holy fuck yeah. dude you don't even fit in that suit but uh Right. I, I love him, man. He's fucking hysterical on that show. Uh, Pete, have you watched any Always Sunny yet? I've probably seen seasons like one to what season are we on 13? now? Thirteen, like nineteen. No, fourteen. They just I've probably 14. seen one to eight, year. and then I've sporadically seen okay. episodes from so eight I, on. There, there was one the other night where I was like. Yeah, uh, there was one other night that I, I told, I texted. You, so like, I, wa- you gotta watch I watch it. He, it was like a week and a half ago. He texted me, and I just watched it like two days ago, season ten, episode uh, seven, and it is uh, what's his name? Uh, what 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 the fuck's his name? You got Charlie Mac. Mac kills his dad. Mac kills Mac. his dad is the name yeah, of the Mac. episode. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Oh, dude, there's this fucking scene. (laughs) Charlie and Mac visit Mac's mom. 
yeah, yeah. Charlie's mom. Charlie's well, mom and Max's mom are both there. And all and they're lesbians together, right? And <laughs> fucking no, oh, sort of, I guess, because uh, Max mom starts telling her how she was like tag team by fucking Max dad and this dude that they're looking for, and you know, then Charlie's mom was like, "Yeah, I was there for that," you know, like it was, but way way more graphic. I don't want to give you full detail because it'll ruin it when you see it. <laughs> but they both. I'm fucking dying, dude. Just crazy. <laughs> and then Charlie gets in that like panic, high pitched uh, voice. Yeah, he's like, "Mom, you didn't have to see right, that. Why right. did you just go from?" The I don't need to know everything you know about the guy. <laughs> if you want to watch an episode that has nothing to do with the show, so you won't know like what's going on, they have they have one Christmas special, one, and it's an hour long, and it makes no fucking sense. And it's hysterical. I love it. Um, I'd like the whole thing that they had going on when uh, Always Sunny was using the studio that uh, the office used. They were using that building in L.A. for it was either 13 yeah. or 14. And they were on fucking Twitter yeah, and fucking doing shout outs to Mike, uh, Steve Carell. Like, well, you know, there used to be a show that ran here, but it doesn't anymore because it wasn't very good. And like it's yeah, but that, but then they were talking about like, like having an episode where the office people were in there and all the office people were replying like, "Yeah, this is a great idea. This is gonna happen." <laughs> so when me and Jody already watched all the office, we're like waiting for this episode to happen. And obviously, this can't happen. That sucks. So, but that'd been something to see though. That fucking show. I love that show. All right, um, complete cult class. I want to talk about this a little bit. Did you guys see? Uh, I know Matt and Pat have seen it. Pete, have you seen the deal that Joe Rogan got with Spotify? Hundred yeah. million. Or it's, uh, I, I think it's just a hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's a one-time deal exclusively yeah. for Spotify. If you ask me, man, and you got like you, you got other successful comedic. He's not always comedic on his show, but you have other successful podcasters that are going to be like, wait, you're not going to try to demonetize us, Spotify? I'll take fucking 12 million, you know? <laughs> True. I think I think it's what. <laughs> yeah, well, no, sure. He's right. He's he still has uh, his uh, intellectual property. Like he's keeping all that. They don't have a say in what he does or interviews or none of that right but he's pulling all of his stuff off of youtube because youtube was his main platform that's where he was getting most of his money so he's only uh he until january 1st so september 1st he'll be he'll be on spotify oh and right. then he'll be on everything including spotify through september 1st until the new year and then january 1st he will be exclusively spotify the only thing he's leaving on youtube is clips. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which dude, that's Little I mean the clips, smartest yeah. move he could do. Like he's ten years he's gonna blow yeah. Howard Stern out of the water when it comes to revenue towards like any type of open platform type, you know, interviews. Like he was the king of it for years, dude, and Joe Rogan's gonna fucking trump him hard. Yeah, I don't know though, because I mean the only problem with Stern yeah, is that's all, that's on all, that. Was it on serious? Yeah, exactly. keeping them alive. 
Yeah. It's just hard to. I'm not going to pay. Well, you know, the crazy thing is, when, I remember when I first got in the union, I, I bought my pickup truck and it came with the free year of the XM or whatever it's called back then. And to like upgrade it, it was like 30 bucks a year. Now it's like $4. <laughs> um, well, no. It starts on I mean, that. I forgot what it is. It's more than that. Meredith's got it. She does the XM radio. And you just keep talk, you keep participating to the Spotify. I told her to hop on my Spotify because she pays more a year for that XM than I do for my Spotify. Yes, same as page. There's some benefits, you know, like back in the day you had Opie and Andy on there, you know, like you had some big shows, but those people all kind of went their way. And the only one that kind of stayed long term was Howard Stern. And he was actually serious. And like Opie and Andy were on XM. And when they split because of some contract issues, they were like, fuck you guys. You guys are trying to fuck us. We're out. And that's the- yeah, they still they still have the uh, dedicated radio stations, hundreds of sure. Hundreds of, and, and they too, they have sort of like local radio stations. If you want to tune into a certain area, a certain area, but like you could do the same thing with Spotify. And I was trying to tell her that because I bought the family pack because my daughter wanted to get on it. So I have like five, five accounts. So I told Meredith, I'm like, I was like, just get rid of that. And you can just hop on mine and save yourself, whatever it is. Uh oh, hiccups. Uh oh, who's feeling good? Surprisingly, it's not me. No, it's no it's, it's me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeez. hold your breath. That dude straight kills it, man. Like, if you think about Joe Rogan's fucking, uh, like his history of coming up through the celebrity life, like, he's a somewhat successful comedian. He, he, he came to California. He fucking got on uh, a sitcom that lasted six seasons, uh, talk radio. Then he said, I'm done with that whole acting thing for the most part. Then he started focusing on his uh, stand-up. Then he got the Fear Factor, which fucking went on for, what, 10 years? Yeah, and he had UFC before that, too. He started out as like... Yeah, those were intertwined. Yeah, he was, he was like a he backstage was like a guy. reporter, basically. Yeah. And now he became like full time uh, commentator, but now he's like focusing on his stand up and his podcast. Now he only does pay per views. That dude's man, that dude's so fucking set. <laughs> I really don't like Joe Rogan yeah. personally. I mean, I respect him. I have nothing. I don't like dislike him, but I don't listen to his podcast. And he's too much for I don't, me. I, I don't. Feel. Go ahead, Pat. No, I don't know. No, I like cool. to. Oh, go ahead, man. I was just—I was gonna say for me, like Joe Rogan, he like in one of the podcasts he was talking about, like why I think he, he grew up in like New England somewhere area. Bo- okay, so Boston. So he—he uh, he told like what what was his big push to like do something else? He he would work with his dad. His dad had like a con- construction crew, and he would just talk about like the cold weather and beating up your body. And he's like, these guys had no choice to take but take pain pills, and then. You know, you see him ten years later, and there's nothing yeah. left to him. He's like, ah, yeah. He talked about it a few times about how it was just, just yeah, like this work wasn't for me, man. Like yeah. I would do, I would help my dad out. I would do what I can to help the guy out, but he's like, you know, seventeen, eighteen years old, and I'm destroying my body through the fucking well, coast winters. <laughs> not, 
not even like that. Like when he was younger, like his mother remarried and they moved out west. So, yeah, yeah, his younger yeah, yeah, right. was, he, he grew up out west. Like it wasn't like he, he grew up. Yeah, he went out there from uh, what he was like twelve years old for about four yeah. years, five years, and then he came back with his dad. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I like that he yeah, sort he of just, built it all up by himself. I guess now you could say he sold he, out to he, Spotify, but like he deserves it. Part, he's done everything he himself. That's it. pretty well, dope. I, I like his, I like his uh, podcast. Is like just the like what, I don't know. Lately, like a lot of the actors and or comedians he has on. If I don't know him, Dave will listen to him a little bit. But if it doesn't catch my attention in the first couple minutes, I'll go. But like. Just the like the scope of people he has on there, from like Neil deGrasse to fucking Edward Snowden, uh, to like these actors. That's he, dope. he could he could be in the gutter with one guy the next minute. He has a scientist sitting across from him, and he like you couldn't sometimes you couldn't tell the difference from yeah. who's who. And even Joe Rogan says he's like I'm not smart. He's like I just retain information. He re- he reads a lot, and like he wants to be well versed in things, and um, that, that's what I like about. Them. Oh, it's just like the scope of people he has on there, and like just how he converse with uh, different groups. And I like he he doesn't keep it like any direction. You know what I mean? Like he had that uh, crazy Alex Jones on there, who's as yeah. like pretty much right wing conspiracy as he could get. He, he Bernie Sanders he, on there. Elon Musk, he was smoking he's smoking journalism of what yeah. it used to be. Like he's unbiased, you know. Like he's gonna in, he's gonna interview to get what you want to yeah. say out, and that's what I'm here for. It's a platform for you to talk. I'm not, yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna bash you for your beliefs. Like yeah. he's had Dan Crenshaw on twice, and I'm not a I'm not a hater, Dan Crenshaw, but I'm also I don't really. Yeah, yeah. Is that to do uh, with one eye? <laughs> yeah. A little bit too much. He's a little too um, much America. I, I like some of the things he's got to say, but then like there's other things I'm like, eh, now you're going too far. I, I you know with you know his problem is is the the yeah. blind yeah, 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 in, yeah. The, in in the country like like the that, uh, I get it too. They serve their that's country, why I like about- so they they. But it comes but off borderline cult like right? But there's even other guys that serve their country and they're the total opposite. Like Tulsi Gabbard is a perfect example of that. Like Tulsi sure. Gabbard, she's fucking she's a veteran, she's been overseas in war. And I think she I think she did two tours. She did two tours. She's a congressman in Hawaii and she's brilliant. She wants the she she wanted to change the whole she wanted to put all the troops out of everywhere like we don't need to be anywhere you know like we need to stop these uh regime change wars because you know like if a country calls for our aid then we'll be there but we're not going to force our aid upon somebody force democracy into a country that democracy might not work yeah but there's there's some um there's some weird dealings in after she got out of those like like when she first got into Congress, man, there's like weird meetings with her in the Shah Bazaar or whatever from Syria. Well, the, and the right, the right, the right, uh, the right that all is but blew just, that like, up way out of proportion too, man. Like, yeah, I know, but like she literally had meetings with him and like had talks of like how yeah she's she, ta- listening to him. She almost came to his defense. It's like ah. 
and like that wasn't that wasn't the red right. up. That was all so, I heard on my. And I'm not, yeah, exactly. Right, and I agree with you, Dave. I uh, I like her. Like I I. I mean, I, I, I get I, I get what from, she was but... trying to do before she started defending the guy. You know, uh, instead of having a thousand enemies, like let's have a thousand <laughs> allies, thousand people that we can count on. Let's make this more like, say, New World Order, but without all the conspiracies behind it. Just like instead of us being a country, country fighting each other, let's just be one world. You know, and like me, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking, you know, fully, but. She's got a lot of good points, but I'm also I'm on board with Andrew Yang, man. I, I love Andrew. Bro, we were talking about Joe Rogan. How'd you how'd you stroll over here? And like like we said with how Joe Rogan is, you know, the guy talks about everything. That's what we're doing. We're following his suit, bro. Don't be a hater. Good old Joe. Good old Joe. I'm just you know I'm just talking about people that were running for the the left in the 2020. And they're obviously not there anymore. And now fucking Biden. Did you guys see him stick his fucking foot in his mouth yesterday? Did you expect if you if you don't know who if you're voting for a fucking Republican or de- Democrat, then you're not black. <laughs> that is the most Jamie. racist shit I've ever fucking heard. Like come out of a fucking mouth. Jesus. Like he blew- Blew Trump out of this guy's Trump out of the water screwed. with that fucking statement. Nope, I think we lost Pat. He's probably gonna text us. I, I can't get back in. Oh, okay, guys, oh there we go. No, no, I, no, it was weird, man. It, like yeah. you guys, I heard the volume just go down real fucking crazy. I don't know, whatever. It was weird. It's that Walmart connection you got over there, bro. The what? That Walmart connection. Walmart. Yeah, bro. You know, you're sharing. You're, you're sharing the fucking Boost Mobile network over there. Oh, all right, it's gonna be like that. Cool. Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh, it's a, Shots fired. it is out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, shit. But uh, yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's move forward. I guess. I don't no, know what else to talk about, man. No, Dave. You, 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 can't, you can't retract what you just said. I'm sorry, bro. Fourth by say? July. What do you guys think? Just kidding, bro. I don't think I don't think sports are going to happen. I mean, if it is, no. it's going to be real fucking weird. So, okay. So, with the MLB, like, they can't find a solution to what's going on. Mostly because the players don't want to take a reduced pay. Right. But it comes down to like, all right, well, your your pay was based on this amount of fans purchasing t- tickets e- each game, buying this many beers. It's all like a calculator. Like this wasn't – but I also get it from the players. You know, we signed a contract saying we're getting paid this much. You know, I, well, I – they, they got their I, last offer yesterday, and they get until Tuesday to say yes or no. I, I think the best bet would be – like if the MLB wants to save any kind of face that they say, okay, guys, we're going to do reduced pay because number one, it's a short season and we're having no fans. Let's cut you down to this, but next year or the year, whatever year where we have, we can have full attendance. This is all over. We'll compensate you then when we're getting our money, like we'll take the hit a couple of years down from now, you know, because baseball is already a dying sport. 
Like you're losing fans year to year. So if you fucking don't play at all, dude, you're gonna have a fucking like fifteen percent drop in fan base overnight. You know? I, I I don't know. I I think people are so anxious to have that back that I don't know if you'd lose fans on it. But I, you well, might be right. I just yeah. Honestly, I think it'd be opposite. It'd be opposite because I probably not, watch baseball again. Not what I'm saying. If we come like back with short season, I'm saying if we don't come back for if if they're not playing this year. And the pandemic's not over by the following season. That means they're not uh-huh. going to play the following uh-huh. season. <laughs> Don't say that shit. Come on. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I, so I follow like NBC News and stuff like that on, on, on uh, Facebook. And I never comment on their shit. Well, some like scientists are, are they're still talking or whatever you want to call them. But uh, they're coming up with this one idea to where you do 50 days on lockdown, 30 free, 30, 50 days. on. Lock- I just t- went in there. I'm like, listen, fuck that. Like, we got to get to some kind of like, you know, vaccine or whatever. But you can't can't let people out for 30 days and then in, be like, oh, and by the way, you got to do another 50 now. It's it, people go fucking nuts. Did you guys? Yeah. That, that, what, what's the usual? Did you guys yeah. see the uh, team of Canadian scientists that are saying? CBDs are showing real promise to either preventing you from getting coronavirus or helping you recover quicker. I guarantee you it's all about because if you, I, and another thing on Facebook, but he's an actual doctor. His name's Dr. Berg and he's just like a a health dude. Dr. Drew? No. (laughs) No, Dr. Berg. But like he, when this shit's first started, he like read all the reports and he's like, this looks like an inflammation thing. Like your lungs get so inflamed and like your body starts attacking itself. He goes, these people are vitamin D deficient. They're zinc deficient. They're vitamin C deficient and sure shit. Now look at what they're saying. Like yeah. The best thing that you could do is go into the hospital and get a big dose of anti-inflammatory drugs, like your vitamin D, zinc, vitamin well, C, well, all that good shit. Uh, the vitamin D is like the biggest <laughs> deficiency because a lot of the places that are getting hit the hardest are the ones that have like the short summers like we do. Right. So we're not, we're fucking sitting indoors for fucking five months. Well, and in Chicago, 75% of the deaths here are African Americans and African Americans are, they just tend to be vitamin deficient because their skin just, they don't, yeah, they don't absorb it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and they're also not, you know, doing the stay at home order like we are. Damn, it's hard for a brother out here. That was a little racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Bill, surprise. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just, it was real interesting because, like, he was saying that the trauma that the ventilators do to your lungs just when you put it in, and yes, it, it's making you breathe, but it's not taking care of the inflammation yeah, so it's actually, that's actually getting worse you're probably you know? actually causing more inflammation because right. you're stressing everything out with the, the tube yeah. and all that that's pretty crazy shit dude right that like they've been doing it but, wrong well, for months you have to see go ahead play it. I'm sorry no I, I was just going to say the CDC for the for two months straight they said it's going to live this long on cardboard. It's going to live this long on plastic. It's going to live this on steel. And now they're yeah. saying that, no, it actually dies relatively quick on, you know, non-host. Yeah, well, they're saying, they're saying too, if it 
I read a report that said that even if it does stay on it, it's not going to be as easily spreadable right. as they as they first thought. So even like if it does stay longer in certain surfaces, it's, it's not going to be as easily spread. As, right, as right. It's thought. mostly your, your main concern is the airborne uh, scenario. Yeah, the you need to wear your masks and the mask. Like, you know, like a typical cloth mask doesn't, we obviously know it doesn't protect you from getting it, but when you cough or sneeze or whatever, talk, your droplets aren't going out, you know, so that you're, right. you're preventing others from getting it versus, you know. Yeah, but that, you know what, Dave, that's, that's against my American right to wear <laughs> a mask. We both went there. <laughs> uh, He's bringing his bazooka uh, to, to the, the mail post. post. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know the two big pharma companies, the ones in second trials, second phase trials, and they've shown that uh, the the 45 people that took the vac- vaccination, all their body produced the antibodies needed to fight the coronavirus. So, yeah, I, I stopped by my brothers today for a little oh. bit, and he was telling me uh, back in – Late February, early March, his whole family got like crazy sick. Like my brother said, he was like crazy sick, but for like four days, he was like it hit fucking hard and it went away. And like for Patty's sister Vicky, it was the same thing. It hit her house quick. Uh, she didn't get no fever or anything. Uh, her husband and daughter got the fevers, and they were out for four days, and then they were fine. She lost her taste and her smell for like a fucking, uh, like a week. That's crazy. You know, so my brother was like, wow. I almost want to go get tested, you know, get my antibodies tested just to be like, oh, yeah, we did have it, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of places that'll do that now, though, for the antibodies. I, I guess the antibodies test is not really like you don't have to have a culture done. No, it's like, swab it's, it's like the same them. standard uh, test is like testing for like the current flu antibodies you know yeah but like the way like i i found it real cool or crazy like how they find out if you have it they take the culture out of your nose and they put it into a live culture and it obviously if it grows like you you have it that's correct so they always say like when you have when you say if you go and get a test they give you four they say we'll call you in four to seven days you don't want them to call real fast you want it to be because they'll, they'll give it time to actually see if it's going to grow or not. Right. You could have a small amount that just got in there. Right. Yeah. So it'll pop at the seven days, but if they get nothing on it, it's a complete negative, then they call. Fucking science. Yeah. Fucking science, man. But t- that's the other thing, man. People are like, and I, I'm not hating on anybody. And I know we constantly talk about this shit, but they're like, oh, you know, the second wave of the Spanish flu killed more people. Motherfucker, it's 2020. If we're fucking up that bad, <laughs> that bad, like we all need to get it and just go away and just right. restart this whole thing. Because uh, because in 1918, nothing was instant <laughs> like we have now with the internet. Like our results are in the information yeah. is now. Yeah, right. That's that's exactly what I'm the saying. Biggest... And plus, huh? I said that was that's the biggest difference from then and now. Like we could tell you right now what's going on. Versus, oh, we yeah. got to telegraph this guy, you know? Yeah. That's it. Aaron, Chicago, Chicago, 10,000. Oh, fuck. Hey, they got the radish spew over in fucking uh, 
Awesome, Pete. That was great. Happening. Yeah, keep, I'm keep that totally up. confused. <laughs> <laughs> you son of bitches. That's all, folks. Fuck. And the recovery. Uh, no, but like we we're, we're always saying, it, you, you hope Pete, when this all was starting and we were all on like this lockdown for like the first like three to say six weeks, we were all saying, we hope people come out with like better perspectives on things. But now you're seeing so everybody's angry again. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's so <laughs> crazy. Not only angry, they're just more divided yep. than ever. Man, too. are they pissed? They're fucking pissed. The Karens are running rampant right now. For a fucking haircut? For a fucking haircut? God. You know, I kind of thought my mother-in-law was a Karen sometimes, but she's cool with this. She's like, yeah, I'll let my hair grow out till whenever. Whatever they say, I can go get Erica. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. That's why she voted Hillary. Uh... Well, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm over it. Yeah. I mean, I hear like, you. It's like just... I'm cool if we're like you know going through these phases, but as long as we get our podcast back in the garage and we can do some small get-togethers, barbecue and swimming. I'm good. Oh, fuck. It's starting to drizzle. I, yeah. I gotta get my shit I just shot. think like every everybody's missing like that oh, sense shit. of like you know, you're you're an American, so you, you, you we get to walk around you're normal. Yeah, you get to walk around with your chest puffed out and you feel safe all the time. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all down the shitter right now. Yeah. You know what really kills me though, man, is I don't know. Two to three days a week, I hear fire sirens and fucking cop sirens going out. And I'm like another fucking parade. Like, how, how much are my taxes going to go up to people special? <laughs> this is a lot. Well, that's a... Dude, you know what? I, I agree a little bit because, like, one person will be like, ah, J.B. Prickster's wife's in Florida. There's my tax money. And then all these fucking birthday parades and dude, like, did oh, okay. you see how they were bitching yeah. yesterday about uh, he's taking union workers and bringing them up to Wisconsin to work on his horse farm during a state order? So, like, so he's that. working what? them, he's paying them, yes, wages. yeah, right. that's union. And he's, it's, it's not, it's not like <laughs> Illinois residents getting work. He's taking them, he hired their fucking company to go, <laughs> he, up he fucking pulled out from a Home Depot in the morning. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, but oh. but you know what I mean. Though? Workers out here. When it's that big of work, when it's like a million plus, two million plus, you you put out bids. It's simply just an Illinois company that won the bid, and he's up. And it's not like JB sitting on the back of his pickup truck yelling out right. orders. He's not no. there. He knows the groundskeeper probably hired. Oh, the I, wish. Dude. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Everybody uh, in Illinois is so against Pritzker. And I'm like, how are you so against him? He won the fucking election, but everybody hates him. Eh, fat. I, I, I think, I think you're just seeing your your pop the, yeah. uh, Trump populist sure, sure, sure. mad. Because I mean, if you're yeah. a tra- if you're a tradesman or something like that, and you don't realize what fucking Pritzker already did for Dude, you. Just right out the gate, he fucking gave union work seven years. Without a blink of an eye, just like, well, not even that. He put into the the state constitution that right to work is illegal here. That, that you, you'll too, never right? have right to work in the, in this state. And 
well, for me and Matt, it works out. Uh, we we were able to rewrite our uh, our contracts to to take out the Davis Bacon Act. So that's not like if that ever got repealed or anything like that. It doesn't what is the Davis Bacon Act? It basically says like if you do a contract, yeah. no matter what. So say like you go into well, no, you got to do it here. So say uh, per, it goes off the prevailing wage act, which means it sets the basic minimum wage of construction work in a prevailing wage area and this, where Illinois is this specifically for that, local 150? No, no, it's, it's okay. Insane. Okay. So uh, we were talking, I don't know if we were talking in the lot podcast or we were just bullshitting, but uh, you brought, brought something up about local. Uh, well, let, let, let them tell you what the Davis act is, bro. Well, no, what, what no, no don't is, worry. Matt's got an awesome point. <laughs> No, I was just saying that, <laughs> like, minimum wage here in construction, like, if you're on, uh, say, I-57, but you're working for a non-union company, okay, you still have to get prevailing wage. It's a prevailing wage job. So it's like $47 an okay. hour, right? So, like, if you go into Indiana and you're on a non-union job building a road, it's whatever they <laughs> want to pay you. It could be $12 an hour. It could be $14 an hour. You know okay, I mean? so. Fucking. JB, I'm just saying JB has made Illinois very, very blue collar friendly out the gates. And if people don't see that, you're fucking um, on. So, okay, so saying, look, uh, what is it? Uh, the pipe fitters, local 597? Uh, yeah. You said that they reneged on their contract or they restructured their contract to get paid less? No. So, what So what they, Pat Buchanan, who is like one of their, I shouldn't use names, but he was like a, I don't know if he was a president or a big business agent. He went into Exxon uh, Mobile off of 55 yeah, and yeah. whatever that is. So, and uh, Arsenal Road. Correct. And basically, the uh, I think it was right around the downturn or something like that. And they were all getting ready to go through these new contracts there. And he went behind everyone's back and was like, listen, you kick all these other people out or whatever you're doing. Because they, you know, they, they're big oil owned by you know i'm not sure who owns exxon but like a coke like family and uh so they hate unions and they've been kicking them out for years so what this dude did was go be into exxon and was like listen we'll always come in here to work but it'll be 90 percent of our pay we'll only take 90 percent. that's fucked and, and so it, this like, uh this being pulled away uh the davis bacon this doesn't affect that no, if the government took away Davis Bacon, you everybody would be in big fucking trouble. That that's a whole oh, different okay. thing. What that guy did, what what the, and Exxon, what he did was he secretly gave a lowball bid for his workers. So now when everybody else comes to the table, you have to almost read the contractor's you know mind or whoever's writing the the contracts mind to be like, okay, we're coming in here. Obviously, you want 100% of what you're billed at. You want 100% of your pay. But now the guy sitting behind the desk goes, well, we just got a whole uh, structure of people to come in and say, well, they're going to give us 90%. Yeah. You know? But it went against the national uh, maintenance agreement anyway. That's so crazy. It, it was all fucked up, but it was wild. Pretty crazy time. Crazy. Yeah, and too, as far as, like, the Pritzker goes and how everybody hates them, they're like – Everybody's talking shit because nothing's going on. You know, not a lot of stuff's going on in the state. Well, 
That's because all and that, the shit he's implemented, the stay-at-home orders and all that stuff. That's why there's not huge, oh, nothing's going on while we're staying at home. That's the reason why nothing's and, going and on. The, the other thing about Pritzker that people are bitching about, that people are finding out that uh, either the uncle, like the Pritz, Pritzker family is the richest family in the Illinois by a fucking stretch. Like, yeah. Together. Right. Like, yeah, I looked him up. Him personally, he, right, he's but, like but, ten billion or something. Like the yeah. Pritzkers—they're all billionaires, and if you fucking lump them together, oh, oh yeah, every and like they oh, sued. Yeah. He sued with his sister back in the day. Sued their dad, and it was all like—I get it—it it was all ployed, uh, like uh, for reasons they were gonna get fucked. So the dad and the lawyers, like, if you sue him, you get taxed differently from your for your money instead of the state taking all yeah. this fuck like a huge chunk. Of that, uh, I forgot what it's called, but when you get like an inheritance, the the, the state will take yeah. fucking like forty percent right. or some shit. Like an estate, yes. like an estate. Stand. Yes, yes. So they sued them and get one. The, they won the money just, that just way like versus just inheriting it. So it was it was taxed at a much lower rate. Which hey, man, if there's a fucking loophole. Just because we have no loopholes for us fucking poor people. <laughs> And here's the thing too, like like you're saying, their their family is one of the richest in Illinois. So not only are they they're, so right. they got their hands on a lot of things. And if it happens to be that they're with a company that's doing so, something yeah. good, you know that's gonna that's gonna get magnified. There there's talk about him like there's a couple companies or one company that his family like for the vaccine the or t- whatever. Well, the test yeah, it's it's like yeah, their family their their family has their hands and it's like when you're a multi billion dollar company, but that that if you see something like you know your hands yeah. your outreach goes out far. Yeah, but that's called that's and, it, the Prickster right. owns it. Exactly. Yeah, it, the, fam- I'm the families have no it. ties to that anymore. It's a publicly shared fucking company and all that shit. And if anything's what well, that's what that's, that's what I'm saying. Like people don't get that when your when your family's you, your name stays so, on that, but your family I, it, has that much out, outreach and you guys have that much money. You I'm know, pretty sure it's Abbott Labs that they have a minority share in. Uh, but oh, Abbott Labs no is a fucking multi-billion-dollar fucking company. It's like one of the biggest of those like types of companies in the fucking country. They're fucking they're global and they run the fucking game. So ten percent fucking peanuts in comparison to the big scale. It's not like they're fucking raking in money. Yeah, they're majority no. stockholders yeah, of the company. Yeah. <laughs> but like, just do, just do things in perspective, like. Say the, you're not making much off these tests. There's no way. Say he made ten million, or say the Prickster Group made ten million. Fucking, what is Trump's hotels and golf courses made yep. off of his golf trips? A hundred million, two hundred million? Yeah, e- easily because because he stays there specifically for the point. Like when he goes out of town, he goes to Mar-a-Lago or stays at his yeah. place because he char- he charges the Secret Service yep. and their and staff it, to stay yep. there. They don't get a discount. They don't stay there for free. All his security, everybody that's involved for him going there and staying there has to stay front of bill. They 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 send a bill to the United States government. Here's well, what you have yeah. for your people. What was it? $119 million dollars for the first 100 days of him in office just for golfing? I do something but, ridiculous. But I, I tell you right now, <laughs> I guarantee you awesome. that's why he wants everyone go, to like start back working. 
There's no one in his hotels. Oh, yeah. There's no yep. one at his country clubs. There's no one at his restaurants. And a fucking Trump, whatever dog shit company that it's always been, it's it's not. It can't be doing well. Oh fuck no! And that's that's why there was such a big spiel about like when that first um, the first relief bill came. It got held up because you know the Democrats and they got a lot of shit for it. But I don't blame them. They wanted to make sure that specifically none of that funds yeah. went to any Trump entity. And, and and just going back for like us trying to say somewhat center. The last fucking quote unquote relief bill that fucking Democrats try to put food. It's like, are you fucking high? Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Like, yeah, the shit that they yeah. put in there. It's like, yeah. come on. Like, like we were talking before. If you're trying to help this group and just say it's people like the middle class, you're trying to get money to the middle class. Why have a bill for $3 trillion to like fucking, like we were talking last time, like save the whales? Like, yep. Why is that in there? That doesn't need to be in All there right. right now. We're not talking about that. Well, that's the thing with all those bills is like, you know, like there's a big push on something. And then, you know, everybody, whoever, like right now, obviously, well, the the Republicans have the control in certain parts, but, you know, and they got the last one pushed for what they wanted. So now with this push is like, all right, we got what we wanted. We got to push. Let's try to push this. Let's put this in there and see if it gets thrown through, put in too, because all those big bills, there's like people see the big part of it. But you know what doesn't get publicity is all the smart part, all the small parts. Like let's throw this, 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 and this, and this in yeah. there. Like same thing with Republicans on some of them with that last one. They wanted to fucking um, no money was gonna go towards abortions or this yeah. or that. It's just it's just shit like that. It just depends on which side has the public. Uh, well, remember the public opinion on their side at that time is the ones that are gonna try and push it. Remember uh, Hurricane Sandy that I think yeah. uh, Obama put like a. I think it was like a $50 billion relief bill for the East Coast. And a, lot, a lot of it went to New Jersey. And uh, the right guy, the people on the right got pissed because uh, Chris Christie and Obama worked really well on that together. But in that bill was like $50 million for NASCAR. Yeah. For like, yes, for like, yes. well, I yeah, remember for like that. a couple of the tracks that weren't even like damaged. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's just goofy. Goofy, it goofy. Is. Like you're gonna write a bill, especially at this time when so many people are hurting. Yeah, do what's do what's needed and get it. Through. Yeah, and then like just to keep on going, what we're talking about. I mean, think about how bad the farmers were hurting oh, before yeah. this happened. Oh, absolutely. and now they're getting destroyed because all the restaurants and stuff are closed, and they can't ship, uh, you know, out of the 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 continent because yep. everything's shut yeah. down. And that. And not only that, in, in the Midwest, I, there's a couple guys that I work with that, you know, they, some of them have farms and stuff. Like, they're all just taking time off to go do planting. And we just got monsoons. And, like, all their shit got flooded. So that's, that's like, another even setback. Oh, yeah. And, like, the last three Mays in Illinois have all, um, all gone over each other. So for three years back, that was the, that was the most rain in May last year beat the year prior this year beat the year prior and like like that does not help farmers at all like you're talking about the most rain when this is the time that they that they plant their crops just like that old saying knee high before july with the corn well that needs to go on the ground now and when they're when they're when when they're when they're browns bro, bro, flooded, i just planted all my carrots yesterday you know? I, i'm scared to go back there right now i didn't go back there so... oh yeah 
Oh. I've got I got like yeah. twenty eight ears of corn and but they they're good. My I got like twenty. Carrots. I mean, my that carrots looked fantastic today. this morning. Like they fucking yeah. really stuck and like even sprouted up some. I'm fucking like yeah. that's a lot of rain for fucking thirty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but but we yeah we just had a storm today and I mean the the, the my backyard's flooded for a thirty five minutes. Dude, they said an inch and a half like, of rain. The, inch and a half of rain. Yeah. Yeah, that storm that was over three days last I'm still week dealing. or last month, whenever it was, it, that's how long it, that that's how long it took my yard to get flooded. Today, you, my yard got you know not quite as flooded as that. You also got to figure, like, man, like none of our groundwater has like, really dissipated yet. You know, we're still no, not at all. Today no, a... and and I and I just got eight tons of rock delivered to my <laughs> yard, and I was going to put some rock yep. back there. No, it's it's a muddy mess. No. I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But you know, there's no way I'm getting a wheel. I'm glad I cut I my grass. No morning. way I'm getting a Fuck wheel. That, all that back there, you know, it's crazy. I can't cut my crazy. My grass is probably is. almost a foot long at this point. Holy I was thinking about yeah. it, but that was going work I on like the pool, it, and I walked over there, dude, and my sandals were sinking into the fucking the mud, and I'm like, I can't, I can't cut this grass right now. Yeah. Oh. I opened horror. No, that would have been a mess. I'm gonna have to. I'm uh, weed whacker. You know, when this, and I'm rock, going to just go back there with a weed whacker. Days, I'm just gonna weed whack the whole yard. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to plot out a four-hour time <laughs> time frame for that one. <laughs> yeah, t- t- tell me when I'll bring my weed whacker over and we'll double it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! My, my dreams are coming Come true. Come on, back right in the house. Right on. Good boy. Yeah. So let's talk, let, let's let's kind of swing the subject. Um, if, if you guys seen the videos of Mike Tyson working all late, monster. Dude, like these, yeah. there's like some dude in England, some heavyweight guy, younger dude in England. He's like, ah, I'll take Mike because it was like when it first came out. Like a lot of talk was him and Evander uh, Holyfield having like a just like in uh, you know a charity yeah. a charity like boxing a match and, and it, right. And Evander's like, yeah, as long as we're not going for knockouts because he's seen he's seen Mike's videos. Yeah, I mean, I'll get in the ring with him as long as we're not trying to. And then there was this this younger I forgot his name, but it was like some young kid from England. He's like, I'd go in the room with Mike, but he doesn't want it. You know, he's like, oh, I'm twenty something, you know, and they're telling me that my career is almost done. He doesn't want to get in the ring with me. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he doesn't. But from my perspective, someone who's never boxed, I would not want to get in the ring with a fifty year old Mike Tyson right now. Uh, fuck man, and then and like. Yeah, I that, like, kind of just touching back. He had a really good interview with Rogan about because he never trained. Like when he retired, he completely walked away from boxing. He would do like yeah. treadmill work. His, he, his yeah, ego. exactly. He said he never wanted to hit the bag or anything again because his ego yeah. would get fired back up. Now this dude, yeah. now this dude, like oh my god, I was watching that training video. He is just a monster. Scared. Yeah. He, yeah. He said he said his ego's full blown yeah. right now. He, he, he also said that, you know, in Rogan's podcast that he doesn't want to ever fight again because he doesn't like who he is when he's in that state of mind. You know, like he's a killer. You know, he, he wants when he goes in that ring, he wants to fucking murder you literally. And he doesn't right. And he meant that. He doesn't but he doesn't want to be that person anymore, man. And like he used to drink too back in the day. And uh I was just watching a story. 
about Mike Tyson and Michael Jordan were at the same fucking uh, same party. And the the chick that Tyson beat up, I forget her name. Uh, for beating her up. Um, anyways, um... Jordan dated her before Tyson did. So fucking Tyson's getting all fucking drunk and he's like not even talking. He's just eyeballing Jordan. And like everybody knew what was coming, you know, like he was talking shit back in this corner and people are going to Mike, Michael Jordan and like, Hey man, fucking iron Mike, bro. He ain't happy with you. You know, blah, 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 blah. And like they had to keep people in between them because Mike was going to kill him. But you know what? Too, though? <laughs> I, hilarious. No, hell no. He, he'll get fucking. Get yeah. He'll get. Off. Oh, for sure. But yeah, his ego too. <laughs> Yeah, no, without a doubt. Oh, speaking of that, so now that 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 whole series is done, there's been a lot of people, like Horace Grant, that whole story, like when he was a rookie and like when he, you know, did bad at a game and and, uh, (laughs) Jordan told the stewardess not to feed him, you know, not to give him any food. He's like, he might have said that, but he goes, people know better. He's like, the people I grew up with, the people that know me, he's like, they know better than taking food off my plate. He's like, I'd fuck a motherfucker up. And he's like, you know, Jordan might have been able to, you know, say some stuff, but that didn't happen the way he said it is. And if he's got a problem with that, he knows where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I do like at the end, I heard... at like the last episode, I think he's like got his headphones on. Oh, he's just, jumping uh, on the bus. I think they had like, <laughs> yeah, they had like two days or, rest. Come, or coming off the bus. Yeah. The media's trying to talk going, to him. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like, Right, and, but like Game the one six. guy was talking about him, and he's like the greatest thing about Michael Jordan because we talked about this last week, the la- or maybe two weeks ago. But the la- the greatest thing about Michael Jordan and like just the- his personalities, he's always yep. in that moment. Like he's always in his moment, and he's always ready to go. Like I always thought that was cool. And yeah. then it shows yep. that clip. He's dancing, and then he's on the floor in those weird shoes. He's like, man, I went to my. He's like, I, I'm kind of sleepy, but I went to my room last night. I had a couple beers, had a cigar, just one cigar. It's a cigar. Piano. Where are you at? In my Fucking. room. <laughs> yep. And that's another thing too. Like, um, with, with that whole show is like how like other people on his fans like before then there was no social social media. Right. And Michael Michael Jordan was as big as he was, yep. and like other other people could still go out and eat dinner and do this thing and be be sociable and still kind of have a life. Michael Jordan couldn't like when he went in places he had to stay in this hotel. He had a twenty four hour security no service everywhere with him. Yeah, and this he, is back in the nineties when there's no social media, no like bigger. talking to your fans, none of this, none of that. And like everybody's like, yeah. Even even Mike said at the end of his career, or not like that he said it, but like, who wants to do that? You're a prison to your own right. fame. You know, crazy. But yeah, I mean, and now like too, I what I've heard, I haven't heard it from like any reports from Scottie Pippen, but Scottie Pippen wasn't happy either with the way that he was portrayed in that. And uh, was but no, Grant. but it, it was just uh, Scottie Pippen said he wasn't didn't like how he was portrayed in the last episode, and I didn't understand why. I don't know if it was because the back issue. Was that the one with the back issue when he walked off or what? No, it was when he sat out. It's the one where he oh, sat out. Oh, Tony, Tony Coach, yeah. No, but the no, but the last, the last okay. episode yeah. is game six. He had the back issue. So, I yeah, don't know, so man. I don't, I don't um, know. If you ask me, man. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could, I could, but, but even Scottie Pippen said after that, he's like, you know, whatever happened, he's like, I'd probably do it again the yeah. same way. But like, you know, what, what's funny about that is he says that, and then in order for J- Jordan to work, when so he wanted a last shot basically, but for two of Jordan's championships, he went to Paxton and he went to Kerr. Yeah. Dude, you know what I mean. But in that last one, though, you see the one time Pippen, I think he, oh, he started like jumping to run down court, hey, hey, hey. like a brand new, yeah, right, like a brand new yeah. fucking uh, horse, like trying to get going. Yeah, his yeah, legs man. are all fucked up. Yeah, you, I mean, you could just tell. Even like that, that first he had that post, and then he did that yeah. dunk, and as I'm soon as that dunk, up. like he just, ugh. Yeah. and then they they'd bring him back, they'd bring him when back in the locker the, room. When they were showing the highlights of that bit, game six, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I was like a kid, dude, I was cheering like it was the first time. <laughs> oh, we yeah, for sure. Turn around, hook yeah. shot, and like nailed it. I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> right, dude. I had that Michael Jordan last shot picture with like it's his yeah. back and like the whole crowd behind him. I had that up on my wall through like. So- I don't know, like 13 to fucking 18. We would get so fucked up and just be staring at that, looking at people's faces and shit. You know what drove me nuts about that? It was like like Reggie Miller was one, and I think uh, the one team, B.J. Armstrong, played against them in like one of the playoffs. Yeah, the Hornets. Hornets. And then, yeah, and then, uh, Miller with uh, the Pacers, and then they were always like, we had the better team. We just lost. We had the better team. I know we had. The okay, team. it's like shut the fuck. Pacers oh, yeah. oh, definitely had the that. best team to beat the Bulls, but you, you just didn't have. Michael. Okay, but they, they had Michael Jordan. Run. They could fucking they turn it on right. and end it right there, just like he did. Carl, don't, don't fucking. Yeah, dude, I hated that. Well, team. I, I don't, I don't agree with Reggie. Like, like even Jordan says, besides the Pistons, the Pacers were the ones that gave him the hardest. Yeah. And yes, you know what the Pistons did have a good team with the Piston brothers or with the Davis brothers. They had Mark Johnson, they had Reggie, Young they had Rick Schmitz in the middle, but still it was like just the, the team we had. I mean, maybe maybe had to had it had to had if you like you know overall they might have been the closest team to the us. The thing about Detroit, they only had team, one true score. So. You know, like the Pacers, they had multiple scores. They were uh, an aggressive. They they were is well equipped. Well, almost as well equipped as the Bulls when it came to comparison. Um, but history speaks for itself, man. We ain't got to fucking argue this case. We know what happened. We the greatest basketball. Oh, yeah. My my whole point was just like that's just such a a, a cop out. Like it's such a like you, you can't go back in time. You can't fucking that doesn't mean anything. Dude, right, exactly. They're gonna die sure. on that, that doubt, sword it for sure. Doesn't get you did you guys see the interview bad. with Carmelo right. that didn't make the fucking no way for sure? No, no, yeah. So they're like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, don't know if it was, but what I saw, I saw an right. interview with Carmelo. They're like, what comes to your mind when you say Michael Jordan? He's like, Michael Jordan. They're like, oh, he's like, well, you asked me what comes to my mind when you say Michael Jordan. I said, Michael Jordan. And then he's like, listen, I'll tell you this. He's like, you know, when I played the Bulls, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like everybody says. It's not like I went in there playing Michael Jordan. He's, he said, the Bulls was one of the most talented teams I've ever played. Yeah. Yes, Michael Jordan might have been the best, but he's like, sure. without that team around him, they wouldn't have been well, that Jordan. So Even he's Jordan like, said it. he's like, when I, yeah, he's like, when I went in there, it's not like I was playing Jordan. And he's like, you know what? 
Jordan was a bad motherfucker. But you know what? Yeah. So the fuck was I. And he's like, you know, he's like, we, we had our battles. And he's like, but, you know, all respect given to him. Yes, Jordan was a very good player. But he's like, when we played the Bulls, it's not like my mindset was on we're playing Michael Jordan. And actually, John Stockton basically said the same thing in that, in yeah. that clip. You know, when he, he was in the documentary. Uh, fucking... Uh... It's hard to hate Carl Malone, I feel. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he delivered some man. seeds into oh, a 13-year-old girl when he was 20. So, yeah, he does the work. What? Jeez, David. Mm, tasty. Did, did he not get a 13-year-old girl of, uh, when he was 20? I mean, <laughs> fact. Well, I don't you, know, dude. I don't scour the internet on dirt on Carl Malone. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> the fact that Jordan's the greatest. There's no argument. He's not right. Listen, Carl Malone got one MVP. He's not in the talk. with fuck. And, you know, it's funny about that year, In just like in the thing, that was what, what got him oh, yeah. on that year. Yes, Carl yeah. Malone got the MVP, and he yeah. didn't. But you got to give it to Carl Malone, man. I, I like that. That episode was great. After the games and stuff. They would show the back. Yeah, fucking Carl Malone came up onto that bus, walked into the but, back. Yes, I told you that. Yeah, back, that that's class, man. That was a classy fucking move. Real quick before this, what I love though is when uh, fucking Bird lost his uh, as first year as coach. He lost to Jordan, and he met with them in the back. Yeah, and he's like, "You fucking," he's like, "Fuck you, you bitch." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love, I love Larry. Dude. Larry Legend, man, that's my guy. But um, I, I just feel like they're like back then there, there was just so so much more sportsmanship. Oh yeah, absolutely. We we were talking about that earlier, me and my brother, and like they showed so much class back in the day, dude. Yeah, dude. Sportsmanship and disrespect, though, because the legend that Larry rested his right hand against the team and only played with his left and dropped thirty-seven on a team. Like that's just like fuck you guys. You guys suck. I'm worried about the team after you. I'm gonna play with my left. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean, like, you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. My phone's acting weird. Yeah, she was kicking in and out, but you're here. Yeah, it was double. Yeah, but like I was like I was going back to the Carl Malone thing when he did that. Like I didn't know what happened, so I, I looked at Meredith. I'm like, "Did you see what he just did?" She's like, "What?" I'm like, "They just lost the championship. They're ready to leave the stadium." Carl Malone finds his way to the bus, walks. I mean, he said congratulations <laughs> to a couple other people, and he, and you know what Jordan said? Do you guys remember what Jordan said on after he shook? Yeah, his he hand? said like he said something. You get the time spend time with your kids or something like that. Yeah, right? he's like yeah. tell tell the wife. He even yeah. knew his wife, her wife's his wife's name because oh, they're yeah. on the dream team and shit. Tell so and so, you know, the wife and kids. I said, you know, I love them. Take, yeah, take yeah. care. Right. Jordan was always yeah. about that, though. You see him go across all the big guys in that era, and he was always, like, talking, you know, tell your wife and kids I said hi, you know. Yeah. Well, that was the thing back then. They wanted to kill each other in the court, but after it was done and over, yeah. they, had, they had nothing but respect. End of the day, it's still, still a game, you know. And, and, unless your name's Isaiah Thomas. It's a different story. Yeah. Or anyone yeah. Else. <laughs> but uh, I like it at the end, too, though, when they're talking to Reggie Miller. He's like, I, I called him Michael one time, and then he, like, exploded on our team. Yeah, Michael like, Jordan, I called yeah, him. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't call him that anymore. I, he's yeah. like, I call him Michael, or I call him the black cat. 
the black yeah. ad, dude. That was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then they actually show a, a, a clip of him when he was getting interviewed after a game. He's like, yeah, the black cat, yep. you know, did what he did. Yep, <laughs> Speaking of Reggie Miller, I, I do have to say that Reggie Miller played the best 12 seconds of basketball in history. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Stealing the ball. And he fucking hit four threes in 11 seconds. Yeah. That was insane. The whole time he's talking about shit to Spike Lee. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, Spike Lee was talking about Reggie Miller's sister. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was the thing, too, is Reggie Miller grew up in the shadow of his sister. His his sister was a baller. And the only reason why Reggie Miller got better was because his sister used to beat the shit out of him on a court. Did you ever see highlights of his sister play basketball, though? Oh, she was phenomenal. It was the female Michael Jordan. Like the way she would just double palm fucking like hands with layups and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, you know oh, what? She kicked my ass. You know what? <laughs> I, I never knew either. I, I don't know if you guys knew this. I, I always just thought it was the flu game. We all thought it was the flu game, right? You yeah. guys yeah. picked that up about the food. Yeah. I never knew that. So, shit, but trying, did you guys pick up where they were implying that he was possibly poisoned? No, that's yeah. what Jordan said. He said yeah. that it wasn't the flu. He's like, I got sick from that pizza. But yeah, but the, the, the guy who made the pizzas come out and said something about that. Did you guys read that article? The, yeah, I didn't he's read like, that. we were. We... He's a dumbass. The dude should have just shut up and not said anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we lost Matt again. Oh, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, think... well, I guess the article was saying this dude basically came out. He was like, yeah, it was my pizza place. No, we did not do anything. We didn't uh, make him sick. Or, yeah, we got you now, Matt. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's what he said. And not only that, but he's like, when he came in, he's like, we were one of the only pizza places open. He's like, and not only did I make it, he's like, I'm a Chicago fan. I was like, he's like, I was born and raised in Chicago. So he's like, I made it. He's like, it was a sausage and pepperoni pizza. And he's like, yeah, I did deliver it with one other guy. He's like, his agent said it was five guys. It wasn't. It was the two of us. And I know that I made it. And in order to pe- to poison a pizza like that, it wouldn't be easy. Blah, 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 blah. It wasn't poisoned. So He should have just shut his mouth. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it was it's, just somebody, it's just somebody who might want some attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But anyways... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that was the best sports documentary that I watched. It could be biased because I did grow up in Chicago. Um, well, not only was it, it could be biased, but Jordan had his fingerprints all over it. If Jordan liked it, it didn't go through. Yeah. Um, but second fate, my, my second favorite sports documentary was Larry versus magic, the HBO documentary. Like, yeah. Two and two and a half hour documentary, dude. Like I almost wanted to tear. That was a good one. That's good. That shit was amazing, especially but, when uh, uh, Magic went down to Larry's for that commercial, and Larry's mom like made him lunch. Yeah, shit. He's <laughs> on the court the next day. He's like, "Hey, what's up, Larry?" And Larry Bird just walked past him. He's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "When is game time?" I'm not your fucking friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Magic's just. He's oh, the, yeah. Such a lovable person, man. He was happy with everybody. You know, he was just a happy-go-lucky person. Larry's like, this is game time. He grew up playing against a bunch of black dudes. He's the only white dude growing up in fucking uh, Hammond. And French lick, you know, like, French lick, bro. He it was always like they never gave him the respect he deserves growing up. So he'd always put on game face and just fucking wreck people. No, so, ask him. All right, boys, but I'm gonna call that a night. My phone's about dead. 
Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Anybody going to pew pew? Hope to see you boys soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks for listening, as yep. always. Yep. Good night, everybody. Peace. <laughs>